what sorry about that y'all <clears throat> What are you listening to? Perhaps I should reframe the question. Who are you listening to? I learned when I was younger that the name Samuel means listener. Yet over time, I thought this was backwards since I was more of a talker than a listener. I began to understand the meaning of listen differently as I grew older. Listening isn't solely about being a good conversation partner or being able to repeat back the information relayed to you. Listening is about taking the time to hear the subtle messages, that quiet voice that guides you from within. Listening closely to ensure it's not a voice of anxiety or self-doubt that you're letting guide you astray. Rather, you're listening for your calling. I always like the saying, actions speak louder than words. Perhaps it's because for me, words would just fall out, not always being fully formed or carefully stated. My words could lead one to misinterpret my true thoughts, yet my actions substantiated the words I said. My words were merely a trailer for what was to come. I loved movies based on true stories. I watched enough to know that the final product is often an overdramatic version of what happened. I wasn't on the Titanic but I doubt there was a Jack Dawson and Rose on the list of passengers. Yet movies allow us to see history and those who were there in a new way. One story that came out of World War II is the story of Desmond Doss. He was an unlikely war hero as a conscientious objector. He was frank about his thoughts that war was pointless and not worth the lives that sacrificed for it. However, he knew he couldn't change that there was a war. So he enlisted with the intention of being a medic. He was focused on the opportunity to save lives. I've been hearing a long list of things that can be changed right now. Don't get me wrong. My list has more than a few things on it too. One of the best pieces of advice I ever heard was if you can't imagine it, you can't make it happen. The idea of a conscientious objector being in the military was unimaginable. Inherently, the behavior of one doesn't align with the mindset of the other. Specifically, DOS subscribed to nonviolence as a Seventh-day Adventist. He chose to maintain this notion while serving, refusing to touch a weapon, which both shocked and frustrated those around him. When he went to basic training, his fellow soldiers harassed him, threatened him, and pushed for him to be discharged. 
he stood his ground. He actually had to stand trial to prove that he was not a liability and he was granted approval to not have a weapon when entering battle. Doss was able to stand by his convictions while putting himself at a great risk with no weapon to protect himself. We can't change the values that we hold so dear, may be distorted by others who claim to care about the same thing. We're being called upon to align our values with caring behaviors. What values are we showcasing with our time, our voice, and our votes? Could we too withstand whatever negativity may come? Focusing on upholding that which is true, though it may leave us to be vulnerable. Doss would prove his tenacity early on in his military years. He stayed focused on caring for his fellow soldiers, regardless of how close they were to enemy lines. Doss changed the narrative that he was unworthy to wear the uniform. Rather, he was a model soldier, earning two medals early on. Doss focused on treating injuries, ignoring the bullets and explosions around him. What is it you're focusing your energy on at this time? Are you using energy to address the labels others are putting on you? My mom used to say, it doesn't matter what they call you. It only matters what you answer to. We answer not just with our words, rather with our actions. We are faced with overwhelming pain and heartache. In what ways are we tending to the needs of the people who we can support or help. Doss struggled to honor Saturday as his Sabbath by not entering battles. The day came when he was called upon to provide care on a Saturday. In that moment, he chose to be alongside his fellow soldiers. He was able to honor God and his obligations as a medic. When his fellow soldiers retreated, he stayed behind to care for those in need. One by one, he treated their injuries and then lowered them more than 40 feet out of harm's way. As he went back to help the next person, he would pray, please God, help me get one more. He was a modest man who gave all the credit to God. He would say he saved about 50 men that day while others would report it was near 100. In what ways do we honor the gifts we've been given in service to others? The assumed potential that some may say we have cannot compare to what God sees in us. It takes strength to ask for help and push through. We can't simply decide we can't do enough and refuse to do anything. Those 100 men can't compare than the more than 400,000 that weren't able to return home. He revealed his determination and used his creativity to keep going. He could not change the circumstances of us versus them, 
that is the foundation of war. Yet he refused to be bound by that. He was focused on his duty to provide medical care. He saved more than 75 US soldiers at Hacksaw Ridge, and he cared for Japanese soldiers as well. He accepted that others had made them the enemy, but even enemies deserved compassion and care. Let us focus on caring for another, regardless of the side we're on. Let us be weavers, building connections, experimenters taking risks and course correcting as needed, frontline responders dealing with the crisis the moment it arrives, builders developing sound ideas and working towards a collective vision caregivers, nurturing the people around us and helping to sustain our community. Healers, tending to the trauma caused by oppressive systems, institutions, policies, and practices. Guides, counseling using our wisdom and gifts of well-earned discernment. Visionaries, imagining the boldest of possibilities and reminding us of our direction of our direction disruptors doing the uncomfortable and risky actions to shake up the status quo to raise awareness or perhaps we will be storytellers sharing about all that our community and cultures have done through music media movement. Doss continued his selfless behavior. At a later time, when a grenade landed nearby, he tried to kick it away while other members of his platoon sought cover. This resulted in a severe injury. However, he continued caring for others until he lost the use of his arm. When the time came for him to obtain care, five, after, five hours after he'd been hit, by the shrapnel from that grenade. He declined, directing the medics to care for another soldier with more severe injuries first. He put others with a greater need before himself continuously. His behavior is heroic while also being hard to fathom. We have accepted the notion that we are an individualistic society we accepted that there will be violence all around us. We have grown accustomed to fighting, to being seen as more important. We have allowed others to have minor injuries addressed while our wounds are more severe. Though this may be the way we have been, it doesn't mean this is the way we must continue to be. At any time, we can choose to go down a different path. As Doss did, we can lean in to our values, recognizing that we cannot be deterred regardless of how others may try with hate and fear. We can overcome the trials using our own creativity, save and support people in ways others cannot imagine. We can conquer our fear and give glory to God. 
If you asked Das, he would say he was not a conscientious objector. He would say that he was a conscientious cooperator. He did not object. He cooperated in the ways that he could. Thank you.